people welcome to shanghai chronicles episode 132 family vacation i hope everyone had a wonderful weekend as we get into this wonderful work week good people happy monday Woo! so much has happened for the last couple of days couple of weeks um so of course we got so much to discuss so much to get into um so let's get started okay um so of course we have damn america so with damn america you know the reason why i titled the show family vacation is because it's been a lot going on um you know texas you know i think you know god you know protect them you know we've been praying for them um they've gone through a lot with just like they got like maybe two feet or not only think two feet I think it was like a little bit of snow wasn't even a lot of snow but they had a problem where they got snow they weren't prepared um they ran out of power um water was contaminated it was a mess there as we all know um so so a lot of people were without all of these things. Um, hotels were filled up. You know, people were um, dying from carbon monoxide, you know, trying to just do certain things to keep warm. So it was a lot. So, you know, Texas, I think we found him, Ted Cruz. Um, they spotted him going to Cancun, which was crazy because, you know, Ted Cruz very vocal when it came to uh, Trump, very vocal when it came to what happened down there at the Capitol. He is one of the people that voted um, not, you know, that it was not Trump's fault with the whole Capitol thing and not to charge him. So, you know, there's this picture that was floating around and, you know, People are in desperate needs, you know, trying to find a way to survive in Texas. And he, he done took his fat ass, okay? And he done went and got on a plane with his family. So pretty much it came out that he was spotted at the airport. And he was there at the airport. Thank God he had his mask on. He was there at the airport, spotted. Uh, He was on the plane, I guess. And... I don't even know how it went down. I just know they left the dog in the house um, to freeze the death, okay? Couldn't even take the dog to the... Well, I guess they couldn't take the dog to the um, to the animal hospital because people were without power. So, girl, it was a mess. Um, 
a lot of people are asking for him to resign. A lot of people are just looking at him crazy. Now, this is the thing. People, people. This has been the year of true colors. Like, people are showing their true colors. These senators and these politicians are showing their true colors, okay? If Texas does not vote his ass out, then unfortunately, I'm sad to say this, I won't have any sympathy of anything that happens because he clearly left people, okay, no resources, didn't try to reach out, nothing to go take his family to be on the beach, in the sun, hot weather, power, clean water, everything, okay, to Cancun. Talking about the kids, had a week off of vacation, so he done blamed on the kids now, y'all, okay, had a week off vacation, I think it was like a text um, thread that came out or something, then he tried to say that, you know, it was a mistake and um, he didn't, he, he didn't, um, he, he didn't mean it and all this other crap. And then he got tore up so bad, y'all, that he flew back to texas okay and of course he said you know like they always do y'all when people get caught up these politicians and people just like i said with the whole utah school thing in the other episode they always come with the oh um that was my that wasn't my intention i regret it so he told the people that he regret his decision and he was trying to balance his duty as a lawmaker and being a good father. Um, and he wanted to, like I told y'all, take his daughters. They had asked to go on a trip after school was canceled. And he's just like, you know, obviously he made a mistake in hindsight. He wouldn't have done it. He said, you know, it hadn't been my intention to be able to work remotely, but I needed to be there. And that's why he came back. Okay, first of all, first of all, I would have said to them kids, I would have been like, listen, just because school is canceled, that does not mean that we need to go on a trip. Okay? Take your asses in your room and find things to do. Not even that. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Okay, then I would have said to them, hey, um, who knows what the kids' names are? We just going to say their names is Alexis and Emily or some shit. Who know? Um, Alexis and Emily, I am the govern the state representative of, of this state and people are in need. The state is in an emergency crisis. So that means that you need to go and sit your little asses down somewhere because other people need help. Okay. Like, <laughs> no, y'all want to get up out of there because. Y'all ain't just ain't want to face the backlash. You know, you, you didn't want to do your job. Work remotely. How the hell you going to work remotely in the goddamn state? Houses is on fire. People, properties is 
tearing down to the ground. Water is gushing in from stuff melting. People dying. They just found a little boy um, froze to death. Okay. And they're suing the state. Like, what do you mean? Work remotely. So you were just going to be chilling on the beach with your fat ass belly out with the margarita in your hand, working remotely, looking at the computer screen like, oh, yeah, damn, we, we do need to send the troops over there. Yeah, we need to call the fire station and send them over there for them. Oh, damn, there ain't no water. Mm, okay, uh, did we get Joe on the line to see if we can get FEMA over there? Mm, I really don't want to talk to Joe because I'm not feeling him. Mm, and I'm not feeling Kamala either. I don't want to call her on the phone. Uh, Let's see who else I can probably get. Oh, maybe I can have the mayor call him. Yeah, maybe the mayor can call because now the reception is starting to get bad here because uh, the jet skiers are coming through. Like, what? So you were just going to be working remotely. Nice sun glistening on you, Okay getting a suntan like all these things okay and <laughs> nearly half of your state lost power didn't have access to clean water and you had the nerve to be in the airport about to go to Cancun about to go to Cancun Tell me he wanted to be a good dad. You still could have been a good dad. You still could have been a good dad. You know, that's when the parents are coming for me, y'all. Okay? It's the parenting for me. That's what it is. It's the parenting. You can see the different parenting um, that's going on. Because it had this been a black center day. Girl, you, we're not going no trip. We, we in a pandemic. No trip. You could have showed them you being a good dad by going out there and being a good Samaritan, getting water. So then, so then, y'all, he come back, right? And he come back and he filling up his car some shit with some Aquafina water. Okay, that's probably like $2 and something a case, Aquafina water. Okay, he ain't even get their part. I mean, at least their part is like almost $4 a case, at least. He get Aquafina water and... Then he, um, he, you know, showing that and all this other stuff. And listen, the people of Texas, if you do not get to the voting post and vote this man out of office, there is no reason why us Northerners should even have any ounce, any ounce of careness for you because your senator clearly showed you how he felt okay how he felt there's i don't want to hear you know oh the children wanted they said it was a text thread going around uh showcasing and showing uh what they was you know plan on doing or something like that it it was a lot y'all it was so messy (laughs) it was so messy and i mean he had on his nice little button up Thank God he had a mask on, child. Praise the Lord. He had a mask on. Just looking crazy. Gut hanging over his belt. Just looking. Oh, my goodness. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm just getting over the fact that he said it had been his intention to be able to work remotely. 
work remotely on the beach. He was going to be working remotely while his phone was going to be blowing up with people saying that stuff was on fire and there wasn't no clean water. And he was going to work remotely. How the hell you was going to work remotely with that? It's a crisis. It's a crisis. And he said as it became a bigger firestorm, a bigger firestorm, as it became, it was already when you when you got ready to decide to take the girls. Like what? And he needed to come back. You needed it not to go. What the fuck? You needed it not to go in the first place. Child. Mm, 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 mm. He said he planned to return home on Thursday. So he was scheduled to fly home on Saturday, but he changed his reservation that morning. And the airline industry source familiar with the situation told uh told the people that his wife and his Ted Cruz wife and his children have returned to um returned on Saturday as planned. So y'all was only on it for a couple of days. Must be nice, child. Mm, mm, mm. Then it had 34 people die. 20 were from Texas. And more than 350,000 residents ain't still had no power. And you was jetting your behind off to Mexico. Off to Mexico. Child. He is something. Listen. The people better do what the people need to do. And if the people not going to do it, I don't know what to tell them. Because um, th- clearly, clearly that man showed all of his colors. Okay. And that right there don't even, don't even need to be voted back in office at all. At this point, I know I keep stressing, you know, it's about the policies and this, that, and the third. But that right there, this we have to just wipe away the policies and just boot his ass on out of there because that's ridiculous but texas i found him i found him we found him he was he was on his way to cancun we we found him we found him for y'all and he came back on saturday and filled his car with some aquafinas and he passed them out mm-hmm. he passed them out I wonder what the girls were saying. I wonder, it was like, well, daddy, I don't understand. Why do we need to go back home? Like, I'm not getting it. Why are we leaving? Bitch, we're leaving because people are in need. Okay? That's why. That's why. I'm, I'm sure they was asking, child. I'm sure they was. They was whining and shit, being annoying and shit. <sighs> Whatever. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's a family vacation for you, child. That is a family vacation. It probably only lasted. Did they even make it to Cancun? I don't even think they made it to Cancun. Did they even make it to the airport? To the Mexico airport? To the Cancun airport? I don't even know. They didn't even get their feet wet in the sand. Hmm. Poor things. Poor that they, they gonna remember that. They're going to be mad at their dad. They probably mad at shit. They probably walking around there pouting and shit, giving him the silent treatment, acting all stink and shit. Oh, I know they mad. Poor dog. They don't, the dog froze. The dog, they left the freezing dog in the house. The freezing dog. Now, they could have took the dog on the plane. They could have. Ain't even do the damn dog right. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, so for our other damn America topic, um, we have a South Carolina dad who wins custody because his daughter was given up for adoption without his um 
without his consent. So this article was, well, not really an article, but this piece was actually quite interesting because, you know, I'm one for, you know, I don't like people telling, you know, women, you know, what they should do with their bodies and, you know, what they should do with um, certain, you know, motherhood and things of that nature. But um, I do feel that with something as big as an, as adoption, that that is something that needs to be discussed with both parties. Um, so pretty much what happened was, um, so the daughter was placed in foster care when she was a newborn. So the guy, I guess, the, the, the father, I guess he had like been traveling the country, like working protect, to protect other fathers in this situation. Now that's what he's aspiring to do. So his name is Christopher Emanuel. So they say he fought for months to get custody of his um, child because the girlfriend gave up, gave up the child after, you know, didn't consult with him. So pretty much he said throughout the whole thing, he was very lost. He was confused. He didn't know, you know, what what was happening, what was going on. So um, I, in South Carolina, the county is Aiken County, and that's where his daughter was born. So he felt like his his rights and um, his the state rights were, you know, the Constitution were violated. So, oh, and she's beautiful. The little girl, she's beautiful. So... He, I guess he, they have this thing where you can add your name to like this registry in in, uh, South Carolina. So in 2014, in February, he, um, the court, like he, he added his name to this registry. So by February 19th, the parents, the, the people that adopted his daughter, they filed a motion to adopt the daughter. So somehow the father's name was not included in the paperwork as the biological father, even though he was listed as such on the registry. So pretty much it sounds like the the girlfriend, she didn't, I think probably didn't list him on the birth certificate or none of that. But there's a law. That's why we got to know these laws and these policies, y'all, with these racist ass states. There's a law that says... Um, unmarried fathers can voluntarily sign up on the Responsible Fatherhood Registry. So that's what it's called. It's called a Responsible Fatherhood Registry. And it's an online database that offers the social service department. It lets them, you know, lets them know, lets the state know that this person fathered the child. So pretty much he said, like, you know, before... Before people, well, he didn't say this, but pretty much what they're saying is the state of South Carolina is saying before people rights are terminated to allow an adoption to occur, attorneys as well as the Department of Social Services can check that registry. And if the registered father name is on there, they must be notified. So pretty much if if the father, if if people, if the person that had the baby is the biological father. 
if they go onto that registry, they can be notified by the state, the social services, that their daughter, son got adopted. So pretty much, um, I think that's what happened with Emmanuel. So, um, however, they're saying that South Carolina law expresses that someone living in another state can adopt a baby born locally under special or exceptional circumstances. So due to that exception, the baby, Skylar, that's the daughter's name, she met this met those conditions and the courts allowed the adoption to proceed. So um the Emmanuel said that his daughter was in San Diego where the prospective adult couple um changed her name. And he had medical documentation, you know, showing that his daughter's name was changed to Skylar and she was never like legally adopted. So the father kept on fighting. He kept on fighting and him and his lawyers was able to locate the court records that showed that pretty much his parental rights were um, terminated without his permission. So it sounds like when I'm listening to this, I don't know how young they, how young the mother was at the time. I don't know if I wouldn't say she was pressured into making this decision, but it didn't sound like she knew, you know, the consequences of what was, you know, what was happening. So she said, um, let's see. Um, so at one point, at one point, his, his, his lawyer and them thought like, you know, having him adopt his own daughter. So it's been a, it's been a year, I guess, of like court battles. Um, a, a judge ruled in his favor and the, and his daughter was sent back to South Carolina to be with her father and he was granted sole custody. So pretty much this adoption code that's there in South Carolina, it sounds like it was, it was, it was in line with like, if you have, um, people that want to adopt a mixed race or special needs children. So the the daughter she's biracial so i think that's why she fit underneath those those uh guidelines so um the senator was saying that she said that the out-of-state adoption option was considered as a means to increase the chance that local children could find a permanent home, which I understand. I get that. There's a lot of children out here that are in foster care, that are in these homes. They don't have people that, you know, want to adopt them. So they're making kind of, I see like they're kind of making exceptions for people that may have, um, may need more attention than, you know, someone that's not experiencing any type of special needs or special circumstances. So I think, you know, with things changing now, and I think that this is something that needs to be changed in South Carolina, um, it, it would be a good idea for them to go over the adoption code and make some adjustments because, 
Um, I don't think it's fair to the to the fathers. You know, we're always talking about, well, where's the fathers? Why are the fathers not in it? And it looks like, you know, things are put in place for the fathers not to be, you know, not to be present, not to be in. I don't know how this, you know, all originally went down, but it sounds, you know, very suspect. It sounds like people were young. They didn't know what the laws were. They didn't know, you know, probably what they were signing. You know, she probably was a teenage mom. You know, she didn't, you know, know how she was going to take care of a baby so I think you know of course people mentioned adoption and that happened to be the route but it, it kind of looks like it was a little you know shaky to be honest um so with that the guy Emmanuel he started a foundation which I think is really cool it's called um Sky's the Limit Foundation he started it in 2015 and he started it to help fathers like himself to educate them about their parental rights. And that's good because there are really some good men out there. There are really some good men out there that want to be good fathers, that want to step up to the plate, that want to be there for their children. It's not always what is portrayed to us on social media as having a deadbeat or don't want to take care of, you know, or don't want to do this. There are a lot of good men out there that are, you know, willing to, that want to be fathers. So, um, with his foundation, he pretty much says like he specializes in helping fathers with the registry assistance that he had to do and the adoption trafficking prevention education, which would help fathers um, identify problem problematic situations that endorse the sale of potential adoptions, adoptees. So I think that was real big of him. I loved it. Um, this story kind of, you know, brought a lot of attention to me because um, a lot of people don't talk about adoption when it comes to, you know, teenage pregnancy. It's more so people kind of try to uh, push the abortion thing. And even though I'm, uh, I am a fan uh, and, and um, an advocate for believing that no one can, you know, should be able to tell a woman to do what, you know, to do with their body. Um, but I feel like, you know, adoption is not, um, you know, brought up as much or is pushed as much as um, abortion is sometimes. So I think that's kind of, I think I like that. Um, you know, South Carolina is very like that, that state. That state is something, you know, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't surprised that it came from South Carolina. I was just more so surprised of the, um, the adoption, you know, code that they have. Like, I think that that was a little, a little bit too much. I really want to know when it wasn't written and I, I really want to go more into, um, <clears throat> how long they had all of these, all of these things, like all of this, um, these guidelines pretty much. But, you know, I just feel like we don't give men enough credit for wanting to be a man. You know, there, it, it may take a while for some of us to, you know, honestly let, you know, you know, like, go through the process with the men. You know, it does take a while. You know, they always say that women mature faster than men. It does take a, you know, a little longer, longer time. 
But I feel like we just, you know, throw them out, you know, like society just casts them out and not really giving, you know, give them a chance. So I just feel like, you know, with this situation, one, we definitely need to look at the guidelines and this and this brings um, speculation and I'm glad that he did this. It, um, he did this, um, his foundation, because not only could this be happening in South Carolina with these type of kind of strict guidelines, but who knows where it's happening in other, you know, states. And, you know, people could not even know what they have the right to do or don't do when it comes to adoption. And that's another thing. Like, I watched Teen Mom and Teen Mom, you know, talked about that, you know, with the adoption process. And, you know, it's a it's a very, very, very hard and complicated process it really is it really really is so you know hmm, that that was a lot like now I just want to go now and just like look up adoption codes like in states and just see like okay because even if I don't have children one day which I know I would love to you know there's always room for me to adopt because if I'm getting older and you know the older I get you know and I may not be able to get pregnant but I also would like to you know look into that like adoption so that's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. So, um, let's get into our rising star. So, our rising star, we have a young lady. She is from Washington. She's from Maryland, actually. Her name is Tiffany Hainsworth. So, Tiffany has her own tequila line, tequila brand. So, and she becomes the first black woman, shout out to her because it is um, Black History Month, to own her own tequila brand. So she's a Maryland resident. Uh, she embarked on her venture after she got into a car accident, which forced her to leave her career in criminal justice. So pretty much she said she was in a car accident and, you know, she said things were bad for her. She wasn't working and she wanted to do something different and something fun. So with the tea Capri, that's the name of her tequila she um she started doing her research in 2018 and she was um hoping to learn a tequila making process um she found like a distiller, um, distillery in um uh, Mexico where she then worked in a field with the farmers they harvested the um agave plants which later produced the tequila. So, you know, she said it was important to her to pay homage to the product that she was producing. Um, she said she didn't want to, like, she didn't want it to be like a slap. She didn't want to just slap her name on a bottle. She said, you know, and just say she has a liquor brand. So she really, like, really, like, did the studies of tequila. So um, she said her product now is in the stores in Maryland, but her goal is to make her company a worldwide brand. So, you know, she just said it It made her feel like anything is possible for women, anything is possible for minorities. Um, she said you just have to focus, put your mind to it, and stay at it. Uh, so she is going to be amongst some of the panelists who were uh, featured at an event organized by NeNe in 2019. Um, it was called the Ladies of Success, an all-girls, you know, weekend event where they showcase, um, catered to business women. And she was there, um, um, 
as one of the uh, panelists. So shout out to Tiffany. I think that is dope um, because I've never, you know, I heard of, you know, people getting into to the wine business and things. And, you know, with me starting to like tequila more, um, I really uh, want to try out her tequila for sure. So I'm going to try to find it and try it out and, you know, come back on, on here on the pod and tell y'all what I thought about it. Because I'm sure it's probably really good. I'm sure it is. Okay. So, all right, y'all. So let's get into the twerk something segment. Okay, y'all, so pretty much to start it off, oh, God. Mm-mm-mm. All right, so it's it's happening, you know, Kim and Kanye getting divorced. You know, people are surprised they lasted this long, you know, seven years, Um, you know, people hated when Kanye got with Kim, and, you know, I did some little research and from some things that I you know, found pretty much, um, Kanye, you know, I came to the conclusion that Kanye has pretty much made him feel like the culture needs her, the culture wants her, you know, he'll make, he made little comments like in back in 2013, this, this interview he did on Hot 97, he said, and I kept telling people this, he said, I loved her from the first day I saw her, which I said on Bound. I remember seeing pictures of her in Paris Hilton in Australia, and I came to Don C. And I was like, man, have you ever seen Kim Kardashian? What is that with Kim Kardashian? And then in the same interview, he also said, okay, ladies and gentlemen, all barbershops, fashion designers, architects, corner stores, Wall Street, all over the world. He said, y'all acting like this ain't the most beautiful woman of all time. I'm talking like arguably of human existence, the top 10 of human existence. So listen, he, okay, I blame Kanye for the reason why black people do not fuck with Kim Kardashian. Because when she was with Reggie Bush, baby, she was minding her business, okay? She was being Armenian woman, all right? She wasn't worrying about culture appropriation. She wasn't worrying about wearing her hair cornrows. No, none of that. She was just worrying about becoming famous and being with Reggie Bush. Because we have no issues, okay? Black people love them. Kanye came in, you know, certain snippets, you know, in one song, he was like, you know, they the new Jacksons, you know, so he came in, changed their whole style, ramped them and made them appealing or want to be appealing to the culture. So, you know, now they're down this road. I'm seeing a lot of comments, people coming at Kim Hart, people coming, you know, saying, oh, the old Ye's going to come back, this, that, and the third. Listen, Kanye has a mental issue. And I do feel that he needs to be put on suicide watch because even though people can say that it's the Kardashian curse and she, you know, finally want to be done with him and oh, Kanye wanted to get divorced from her first. Listen, she was going to leave Kanye after he made that slavery was a choice comment because he wrote a song about it on that album that says, you know, he has bipolar or something that album he wrote about it so she was already fitting to get ready to leave him then he does a little stunt in south carolina talked about how north almost gave up you know he almost gave up north so listen it was a lot it sucks it's very sad because they have beautiful children but let me tell you something kim word to the wise kim don't get out here now 
real quick and let us know about Van Jones. Keep him quiet until at least the summer when y'all can start going on y'all blended family vacations and shit. But please don't come out next month and with a picture with you and Van Jones going to go get ice cream and at the computer lab and shit. Please do not. Please. Please do not. Please. And people, Jay-Z is not going to get back with Kanye. So y'all can hang it up. Okay, I told I told my friend, I said, Jay-Z is like, um, he's like a, he's like a, a mixish. He's, he's a mix of, mix of two. Okay, he's a mix of two. He is a biracial millionaire. Okay, he's collecting and making that white man money and he has black people hair. Okay, so Jay ain't got time. He ain't got time. He ain't got you know, time to entertain it. That's what he out here doing. He's he's Jay Z, aka the biracial millionaire. Okay, okay. Um, y'all. So finally, you know, over the summer, the whole stripper gate thing with the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I feel like they're trying to push this season because it is so dry you know nobody's really watching it um you know the stripper did come out and say nothing happened then when you see the actual footage they don't show us but you know they kind of you know talk about it this is my thing whatever happened in the house should have kind of stayed in the house but you know you got that one friend and I can be that friend I can be like Kenya Okay, so, you know, I heard something going down last night. So, what was popping, y'all? Was saying, you know, that's how I feel like Kenya was doing. But, of course, you know, they wanted to be extra. And Portia really got her nerve after she made that big-ass rumor about Candy. Drugging her, taking her to her dungeon, all this other stuff. And, you know... Of course, she tried to lie and say that she wasn't kissing Candy and she didn't want to do this for Candy. But, baby... At that little vacation house in South Carolina, homegirl was getting down. Now, whether she was single or not, Tanya, whether she engaged or not, I don't know what's going on with her situation because I go back to Nene. When Nene called Tanya out, she did let her know, you know, a couple of things about her relationship. But the look on Tanya's face was like, damn, I done fucked up. So I don't know who was in there popping boots or what was in there going on, but it was just like, okay, we got the episode, the episode is here, and it's just like, oh, this is what they, you know, it was just like one of those episodes that it needs to give it a boost because the season was just so blah, it was just so dry, but, um, you know, it's Real Housewives of Atlanta. I honestly feel like they should get rid of the whole cast, wipe everybody clean, even Kenya, even though I like Kenya, wipe it clean, just get rid of everybody and bring some younger people in there or something, because now Sheree probably going to try to come back because that man of hers is getting out of jail, getting released to a halfway house, excuse me, so that's going to be her storyline, but hey. Uh, and back to the Kardashians. Why are we so worried about Chloe and Tristan Thompson? Let me tell y'all something. Jordan Woods, yes, they, you know, dragged her through the mud, whatever. Like I told y'all, Jordan probably kissed that boy because she wanted to get from underneath Kylie. She was getting tired of being known as Kylie Jenner's best friend. When I looked at an old video of her, Jordan was looking a mess. Now the bitch is flawless. Okay, flawless. Now, if Chloe wants to go back to Tristan cheating ass, let him go because that is what bitches 
do? Y'all acting like y'all ain't never done it before. People was like, oh, she needs to give Jordan an apology. Why? Because Jordan did kiss her, kiss him. Jordan knew that she shouldn't have been kissing him, flirting with him, whatever, because she was front of the family. So... I don't feel like she owes them an apology. I feel like, you know, black culture, we get it. Y'all sick of them, but they're not going nowhere. As much as y'all keep talking about them, you make them more irrelevant. Much as you keep tweeting and uh, discussing them, make it more relevant. Listen, if she want to go back to her baby father and if he don't mind being there, okay, or if he's saying that he not going to do this and the third, the promises is only made between him and fucking Chloe. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out when they do get back together, what face is she going to have? Because, baby, she didn't had so many different faces and she didn't look so many different ways that it don't even it don't even matter if he take her back. Because I don't even know what is he going back to. OK, and half of the time he's, he wants to go back because he he's popular. OK, he's she's keeping him irrelevant. Nobody knew the fuck Tristan Thompson was. Nobody. We just knew he was a Canadian basketball player. Okay. We didn't know. Didn't know anything about him at all. Um, hmm. You know, <laughs> it's two people that I just don't understand. People just can't seem to. It's 6-9 and... Um, George Zimmerman. Them the only people that the black gangsters let stay alive and let do whatever the fuck, okay? 6 9 is just trolling, 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 trolling. And every time he trolls, he gets more and more viewership. And y'all out here at hookah lounges in Atlanta, all these different places... Guns is blazing. Guns is out. And you mean to tell me that nobody, not nobody, can get 6 9 Like, like nobody. Nobody can get him. And y'all arguing back and forth with a grown-ass man who has purple and red and orange, skittle color wigs. Arguing back and forth like... He trolls so bad all day long. It's like now he's bringing up King Von and he was fucking with Meek still. Then he messing with Lil Durk. And y'all supposed to be the gangster ass niggas. Y'all supposed to have so many connects. Y'all supposed to be so thorough. Y'all rap about having chopper choppers and having this and having that. But nobody can seem to catch 6ix9ine. Nobody can seem to fight 6ix9ine. Nobody. Nobody can even call up the homeboys and say squad up. Nobody. But y'all can continue to like let him stroke. When this nigga's on vacation, when he's in the bathroom, when he is in the drive through, he is trolling. Trolling. And it just baffles me. I don't I just don't understand like why is he even still relevant? Why is he relevant? Why has nobody even caught him? I just don't understand it. Then everybody getting online. Oh, I'm not this person. I'm not that person. Whoever that 600, 600 rapper or whatever. You know, uh, Roddy Rich. 
and uh, at a uh, at a video shoot getting shot up but y'all can't even shoot up with six nine act y'all can't even go to where he at but y'all shooting up roddy rich like make it make sense y'all shooting up a video shoot for roddy rich like how the fuck is that even possible like how how is it possible in florida florida supposed to be so dangerous and george zimmerman is just having a good fucking spanking time like i just don't understand but everybody supposed to be so thorough and so hard bullshit um I'm convinced that Beyonce got a BBL because, you know, I've seen some pictures and they said that she did have some surgery. I think she did get a Brazilian butt lift. Her ass is looking, her ass is looking good. She had an amazing doctor. You know, if she was going to get work done, it was going to be amazing because she has money. She wasn't getting no flabby shit. But the thighs don't really match a little bit. Like even I was talking to someone that's like a Beyonce fan. Okay. Fanny, you know, you can't really say much cause you don't want the beehive to attack you, but Beyonce got that work done. And that ass is gorgeous. She, the ass looks beautiful. looks great. It looks amazing. I would have never thought that Beyonce would have get work done, but looking at her mom's face and things that, you know, that Botox that she's gotten, I'm sure it's been discussed. It definitely has been discussed, for sure. It's been discussed. But it's looking good. It ain't no question, did she get a BBL? She definitely got a BBL, for sure. For sure. So when she on them yachts and shit with them thong babies, listen, ass is popping, okay? For days, popping. Um. So, you know, Justin Timberlake, you know, an old tweet resurfaced when the whole thing went down with him and Janet Jackson with the whole wardrobe malfunction thing. And, you know, a, a blogger that he had spoke to, a tweet came out about, you know, how the blogger told him to apologize at the time when it happened. And pretty much Justin Timberlake just brushed it off. He never apologized at all. So now... After 15 years, some more years later, because he sees himself trending, you know, of course, he wants to apologize for the bullshit. Now, I feel like, you know, the black community, we forgive for... I just be wanting to know why we so forgiving. Like, you know, yeah, I think he should be dead to us, but... During the time that he should have been dead to us, we were still rocking with him. Timbaland was working with him. He gave us that good-ass song with Jay-Z. He gave us that good-ass song with Pharrell. Like, people were still rocking with him. Y'all ain't thought about canceling Justin Timberlake. So it's like, why do y'all think about canceling him now? You know, so, you know, back in the day when he was in NSYNC, he was in a hot-ass group. You know, we didn't. Mickey Mouse Club, we ain't think about canceling him because of Britney Spears, you know, and I still have to watch that documentary. So it's like, you know, I'm just trying to figure it out. You know, maybe I'm not there yet with figuring out, but we we listen to everything. If he has a versus, y'all gonna go and see the versus, especially if he's going up against Usher. Y'all not going to sit there and tell me that y'all going to boycott the verses because of what he did 15 years ago to Janet Jackson. Y'all just not. Now, Janet, I'm sure she appreciates us, you know, standing up for her and all that other stuff. But 
I guess it just goes with the timing of everything because, you know, now everything is so cancer culture, whereas like back then, I guess it wasn't. But it was just like, y'all was liking Justin Timberlake. Like, y'all was liking him. Music was bomb. Timberland, vocals, bomb. Jay-Z, bomb. Like, loved it. So, I don't really know. Like... Do I feel like, yeah, he should have apologized? Hell yeah. I feel like he capitalized off of that whole wardrobe malfunction. It, it didn't make him bigger than what he already was, but it definitely got him up there for sure. Um, To be honest with you, I don't even remember how the thing even happened with her nipple coming out. I feel like it was, it was so fast that... I didn't even, I don't even remember seeing, I don't even know. I don't remember even seeing anything. Um, I want to say this and then I'm going to be done. Um, so Lovely Mimi, um, she was on Love and Hip Hop. I kind of like know who she is, know her ex-husband because he's a friend of mine and a friend of a friend of mine. And, you know, she's from the Merlin area and she was on a video her story or something and she was about to slip up and say the word nigga so pretty much she comes out and apologizes and says like you know that wasn't her intention but in the same breath she said that she still uses the word when she talks with her friends and stuff okay when it comes to using the word nigga it's just like how are we gonna hold other people to that status when it's like should we be using the word also when we talk to our, you know, people? Like, should we use that word at all in the black community? Because even in the black community, it is known to be an offensive, you know, word. People now, people are saying they look at it in the black community as like slang, the slango, like you know. But it's just like mm, I don't know. Like I feel like we just need to have the same same standpoint. Um, because the word is so, you know, degrading already and was used in degrading, you know, form with us. And, you know, even myself, I try to like restrain from using it as much because, you know, I just don't feel that we can hold these other people to others, you know, standard that we're not kind of holding to ourselves when it comes to that particular word, you know, so... I just got different views with it. Um, I did think her video was trash, that apology, because it was just like, okay, you're apologizing, but then you're contradicting, then you're saying that you used the word. Like, it was just, it was just, it was just like, okay, whatever. Honestly, I don't even know what her talent is. I don't even think she's funny, but that's just me. But, okay. Uh, So, let's get into what you won't do. So, what you won't do, Tory Lanez, is act like we ain't see your hair, bro. We seen it. It was a mess. And when I saw his hair, I'm trying to figure out, this is what Megan was fucking? This is what the 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 best friend and Megan was arguing over? This nigga looks hideous. And with his hair like that, he looks even more bad. Like, what is happening here? Yeah, so that's what you want to do. Don't get on live and try to get that little shape up. No, we need to see the middle of the head. Because the middle of the head, I think that's where it was. It was like a big old ball spot. It was bad. And I think you pay for hair implants. It was terrible. It was it was a mess. It was it was a hot ass mess. So yeah, that's what you won't do. Okay. So everyone, this is episode one thirty two, family vacation. I hope everyone has a wonderful work week coming up. Good people. 
Um, of course, you can subscribe to the pod, go on um, to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all of those places, Spotify, and subscribe, listen to past episodes, follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter, um, Instagram is Shanghai Chronicles, and Twitter is Shanghai underscore Chronicles, so you can definitely tweet, um, we're definitely looking for sponsors, so please reach out, you guys, for sure, and I hope everyone has a wonderful work week, and I'm out.